So I will uh, I will spider shimmy my way back over to where the uh, the walkway begins. Okay. Uh, and I'll say um, we should knock. There's apparently one occupant, and he's friendly. Truly? Oh, she gives you a quizzical look. Well, the squirrels believe so anyway. The quizzical look turns even more testy. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like this not not side. Keep my testies out of this. Well, okay, I inspected the door for traps and everything. Yeah. Every creature has a tale to tell, and the tale they speak is of a bear-sized man or a bear that occupies this cabin and is gentle to them. And if it's another awakened Welcome animal, to I'll the like to speak to it. <laughs> Zev nods doubtfully, um, and <laughs> mo- motions for you to, like, let's get to a place where we can talk. Yeah. And she will suggest... We'll gather our party before venturing forth. Yeah. <laughs> So back at that house. So there are worlds with like a bunch of like taking a dump with right? coffee. <laughs> then I made that with a slab. Part, pardon the interruption, Sai. Oh, it was the we, best prom ever. We have conducted a preliminary investigation. There apparently, according to Kuz, is somebody there. I um, had a conversation with the local wildlife, and they say that there is a bear occupying this cabin that walks on two legs, um, polar bear, and evidently is quite gentle to them. I think it's probably another awakened animal. Could a... Those stairs don't look particularly sturdy. Could a bear... Bears climb. Windows are broken. If you would like, I shall remain close to you and hidden and prepared to fire upon whatever offends you. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'd like to approach with the context of being there for peace. Okay. Um, let's see if it works. So, Shall we bring the rest of the group? Yeah, but we can't all be on the stairs at the same time, so why don't I take the lead? You come up with me. And we'll have uh, everybody else down at the foot of the stairs in case of an emergency. Is there a place for me to even, like, hide and prepare um, a shot? The outhouse. <laughs> you jump out of the shitter with a machine gun like the opposite of John Travolta. It seems the optimal position for me to take a shot if necessary is that stand, that lone standing building there. <laughs> you could also climb in through a window, but I'd rather not break into the house while this person is occupying it and start Indeed. Startled. While this bear is occupying it. I keep saying person, but... Judging by the description, I'm assuming it's another awakened creature. It just seems to add up. Icewind Dale has some pretty damn uh, strong standard ground laws. Yeah. For some reason, I thought you were going to say damn dirty apes. I'm like, no. <laughs> it also has those. I'm like, that's chult. Yeah, <laughs> if we are doing this, If we are doing this openly, then perhaps I'm being too paranoid. Besides, I have, a, I have a, a melee arm that I can use. I think your paranoia is honestly justified. We don't know anything about the creature yet, but I would like to approach under the context of peace. In that case, I shall remain hidden in that small building. Sounds good. Right. Um, and, and when she doesn't know that that outla- that outlanders have outhouses, so mm. when she enters, it's you guys will, pop, will probably hear like, like a yeah. <laughs> like just a, like a quiet retching noise. <laughs> At least it's frozen. Poops. Yeah, it's all yeah. frozen over. Yeah, yeah but no. still, she realizes what it is. You yeah. won't smell shit. So yeah. I think her mind just creates the. Um, actually, Sai, if anybody, you should come up with me because you can wild shape and maybe mediate if we need to have a conversation with a polar bear. He's Probably the second lightest in the party after Zev. Uh, he's probably the lightest because he can turn into like a bird or whatever. Well, yeah. About time I just realized my benefits. <laughs> We've been friends with benefits for years, Cy. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so you're approaching the door outwardly and knocking as a visitor. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll have the shield handy because you know it's still a dangerous place. But weapon is going to be spoon is uh, safely secured. Spoon. Oh, and the parcels. 
Yeah, and the supplies. Mm. Are the supplies small enough I can carry them in one hand like a tote bag? or is it like Yeah, a it's like crate? a picnic basket. Okay, I'll carry a picnic basket in one hand and a shield in the other hand. Uh-huh. And I'll knock for Yogi Bear. All right. Uh, you knock on the door and you don't receive any answer or hear any motion from the inside beyond like the scurrying of your squirrel friends. Okay. Your squirrel friends. Hey, squirrel friends. <laughs> hey, squirrel friends. Squirrel friends. Nice. So I'll call in and I'll say, I don't mean to startle you. But well, we are travelers who've been on the road for a weary period of time. We are looking for a place to rest and to trade supplies. You receive no answer. And I will just gently turn the knob and see if it's locked. It is not. It is open. Okay. Turn the knob. Give it a gentle push with the top of the shield. Mm-hmm. It opens. As soon as it's open, you see nothing on the inside. Well, you no know people. Um, just a featureless yeah. void. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it opens into this main room that... Uh, that Zevelin had scoped out through the broken window earlier, and you could see the same things I described to Zevelin okay. at this point. I'll take a dodge action. Okay. Uh, and I will step in, and I'll real like just behind the back gesture for you guys to come in as well. Yeah, as she steps in, uh, or as he steps in, rather, um, Zev will like get out of the outhouse, breathe a sigh of relief, <laughs> and then slowly creep up the stairs. Do you want her to go ahead of the rest of the party? Uh, so terms? it's me first, then sigh, then you probably? We're all stealthing. Uh, if you want to stealth, I was going in openly. She um, wants to. I just want to make sure that we're not like overtaxing the stairs and the landing. So like yeah. one person gets all the way in. The uh, next person shall gets I roll all stealth then? Uh, if you'd like to roll stealth, you can. Hey, don't worry too much about the stairwell. Once you realize that it's a rickety structure, you, everybody's smart enough to figure it's it out. It's going to be 27 for me. That's pretty stealthy. And okay. I'll just Good to know. Remain as hidden as I can be. All right. Uh, it's opening up into this main room. As I said, it's, it's you know, it, it's described much as it, it was already shown. Um, an interesting feature of this is it appears that this uh, workshop that you looked through initially uh, is only accessible through a door that opens to the walkway, is not accessible from the inside of the building. You have to go outside and around to get into the workshop. Uh, everything else, all the other rooms in this building, have doorways that open from the central room. Um, there are three doorways along one side of the wall. And then it appears that this uh, larger half of the building is partitioned off so that there's one more small room um, on the side that you enter from. So like closest to us in the perspective of this picture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm tempted to just put the map up on the screen. Might as well. It's only yeah. six rooms total. Yeah, Five rooms total. It's not, there's nothing spoiler-worthy on it, so I'm just going to pull it up real fast. Macritus is so fucking dead. Or, or, is or a bear. Put a brain in a bear. You sure that was a squirrel? Yes. How sure? 90%. Alright. So this is the workshop. And as you can see, it's only accessible through this door that leads out onto the walkway. This is the main room that Zevelin already scoped out and did a little bit of recon on and that you are now entering through this doorway here to the walkway. Okay. From this room there are or from yeah, from this room there is three doors that come off in a short hallway here and this room is partitioned off as, as like a bedroom. There's like two bedrooms and these are the So left hand rule, I guess. We'll start with the tiny room at the top left. Left hand. Uh creep from behind you with a ready action to shoot anything that that attacks goose. And the obvious statement is we're looking for traps and obvious bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, a scent of wine fills this room, which contains four frost-covered barrels. Okay, chilled wine, very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Aside from that, uh, you find that there are barrels of sweet strawberry summer wine, which uh, some of them have been drained. 
Strawberry summer wine. I wonder how far they'd import that shit. Mm. Mm. Probably through the meter, actually. Concerning. All right. Uh, room number two. Uh, do you do anything in this room full of wine? No, I'm just going to scope it out, see if there's anything in here. Okay. Um, so you're going to the second room in the yeah. in the line? Um, do you leave the door to the wine room open? Do we care? I guess we leave it open, right? You're only double thinking it because Brian asked you a question about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't think there's any reason for us to keep it closed. Unless but there's like a difference in temperature, like that, that will probably just make warm enough more, to not probably just make more noise. Which freeze we don't the thing. Right now. Yeah. Uh, this room contains a fireplace and two empty bookcases. Tacked to the wall and strewn across the floor are frost-covered blueprints. Face down on the floor next to one of the blueprints is a tiny man made of clay. Goals. Is magic detect magic thing? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I suppose it would. I think it would be. It might be necromancy. It might also be conjuration. I'm not sure. I'm not on the little clay up. thing. Yep. I was actually just thinking about that. Just pick it up and see if it comes to life. Um. Yeah. yeah, you pick it up and it's it's clearly not coming to life. It is just a little man made of clay. Um. You can make an intelligence arcana check if you want to determine what this thing is. Yeah, I do. I'll Twelve. Twelve. All right. No, 12. untrained. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, this excuse you, you. This might be something that you encountered in your homeland. Um, this okay. is the body of a dead homunculus. Excellent. Yeah, this mages of sorcerer would probably have shit, have shit like this. Yeah, it is an animated little construct that wizards use as a, like an assistant, a little helper golem. Uh, but this one's clearly met its match and is dead. Did it show any signs that like somebody struck it or did it just like freeze or something? The hell knows. Uh, no, it, it's, it shows no outward signs of being murdered. It's just, just dead. Well, they're checking with the doll. What's the blueprints? Um, let's see. Oh, they're playing with dolls. <laughs> uh, there are several different variations on the theme of magical devices that could control the weather. It seems like they were deep within their, um, their research on the phenomenon and how to end the, the endless night. And they had a few different working concepts, um, but one of them definitely closely resembles this two-ringed variation of the Mithalar that the skeleton is holding in its hand in the other room. Uh, as you are examining the dead homunculus and size examining the blueprints, uh, what are you doing? Me? Mm -hmm. Turning into a bear. <laughs> you can do that too? Bearing it all. Um... Ursaluna. So there, there's like snow and stuff like that on the floor, right? Mostly pushed the corners, but yeah, like... Yeah, it appears it, it fell through the hole in the roof and the broken windows and sort of blew into all the corners. Okay. Like snow drift. Yeah. Um, are there like bear prints hmm. on the floor? Like, is anything disturbed? Are there like claw marks on the floor? Um, That sounds like a survival roll. Go ahead and give me that. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right, so uh, you do see what might be, um, like, scratches in the, the wood of the floor that might have been made by animal claws. Uh, nothing violent. They're faint. You have to actually really look for them. Um, and as you're sort of examining these scratches, which you're still trying to determine the exact nature of, you hear a door swing, sling and slam shut somewhere from behind you. 
You all hear this in the other room. You hear a door swing shut. Did the wind pick up at all? Nope, the wind seems to have stayed stable. You can hear it sort of howling on the outside, but you're not feeling it strong enough to blow a door shut on the inside. Uh, oh, fuck. Hell, the door explodes. <laughs> <laughs> fuck doors. Um, that one in particular. Yeah, Uno will just very, um, you know, Horn will be like, kind of turn and look over her shoulder. Mm. Um, looking over your shoulder, you're, you know, you're looking around, like, where you came in from, trying to see if you can track a bear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know your companions have moved into this room and are sort of looking around. Uh, you turn around and you can't be sure, but you think they left the door to the wine room ajar when they left. It is now shut. I'm there. Yeah, we'll say you're like in this square. Okay. And they're in the, the other room over there. Can I see either of them? You can see, uh, you could probably look through this door and see uh, uh, Makati and Zevelin examining the dead homunculus, and uh, we'll say that Sai is like over here looking at the blueprints. Yep. Okay. Um, I will look at. Zev and uh, telepathically say, I think something went into the storeroom. Nod and I'll continue. I'll from out of the shadows, just give a quick nod and I will uh, train, train my, get into a position where I can fire upon whatever may come out of there. Okay. And just let the party creep closer as they as they like. Okay. Uh, what is the rest of the party doing? <clears throat> Uh, I heard the slam, mm-hmm. uh, so I immediately cast Mage Armor on myself. That's, you're there learning, you honey. You're getting great at this game. Um, what is everybody else doing? Uh, is are any of those squirrels in the central room? No, they um, they like to hang out in the workshop, and you can't get really into there from here. Okay. Um, shit! Somebody else go first. I'm still thinking. Okay, uh, Sai, what are you doing? So we were in that room. The slam was from outside. Probably slam was like the, from this door. Yeah, that door. And you, and you were in this room. Uh, I'll come on out and just uh, turn to Una and be like, "Where was that? Did you see that one?" Uh, and Una will look at you and do the same thing she did to Zev, and you just hear Una's voice say, uh, "I think something went in that room," and she sort of nods over to the the wine store. So move out, ask, and then, I guess, head to the door and open it. All right. Coos, did you come up with anything? Ready in action to shoot whatever, if anything, attacks (laughs) I. I'm going to come into the meeting room, the central chamber, and just stare at everything. I'm just trying to get as much visual intel as I can get. Okay, sounds good. Um, Sai opens the door to the, the wine room. Give me a perception check. Oh! Give me an erection check. Nah, Positive. Uh, that is a uh, 25. 25. You are absolutely 100% positive this room is not containing a living creature. So Then I close the door. Okay. Nothing's in here, man. It must have been the room. It's not containing a living creature. That is exactly what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Where's... Wait... The skeleton... Skeleton's in the meeting room? Yeah, it's in here. It's, um... Okay, it's still in we're, here? We're gonna say this little pile of rubble here, that's that's the skeleton. Okay, and it's still there? Yeah, it's just chilling. Okay. I will I will whisper to the party, perhaps I can expose whatever's in there with fairy fire. 
It sounds like a good idea. I want to inspect the body. Okay. Or, if it is invisible, Coos, you may go in there and take a look. Uh, let's do this one at a time. You are going to go do Fairy Fire? Uh, well, I'm proposing Coos go in first, and I'm going to see how he feels about it. Uh, I'm okay with going in first, but I want to check the body first. Okay. Very good. I'll, I'll keep my arrow trained on that, uh, that door. It, did, you, did you close it, Sai? Mm-hmm. Okay, then yeah, if it opens, I'll just fire. All right. Uh, enough of the skeleton remains to suggest that it belongs to a gnomish human. Or, I'm sorry, a gnomish human. A gnomish human? Nice. <laughs> a gnome man. What has science done? <laughs> a half male, gnome, half human. A male gnome. Goddamn fireball. Oh, sorry. This cabin belonged to Dr. Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> it belongs to a male gnome. Uh, little remains of his clothing. Um, but uh, if you sift through the bones and ashes, he's wearing an amulet uh, that's in the shape of a holy symbol. Any idea on the Vic? Is it, ma- <laughs> is it magic? It is magical. It radiates magic. Sweet. But it's um, cool for clerics. I think that would be, actually, it would probably be necromancy. Because it casts healy stuff or does healy things. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a cleric of Lathander. Lathander. Yep. Uh, the amulet shows no signs of damage, hinting at its magical nature, but you already knew that. It's made of gold. Um, he it, is a skeleton. It bears the symbol of two hands cupping the sun. Um, other than his, the magical amulet he's wearing and the remains of his clothes, he's just a charred pile of bones. He is holding this item, this gyroscope-looking miniature mythalar. Which it itself term. is also unharmed, it sounds. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, the, it's charred. It, sh- it looks like it's been in a it's fire. It's carbon on it. But yeah, but it's it's otherwise intact. Yeah. And it's also radiating magic. Kind of a lot of it, I'm sure. Uh, a residual. Small amount. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. It has uh, released its magic into his loins, and now he is cooked. Um, speaking of being cooked, uh, the guy who had left, Copper Nabernock, mm. said he left, what, like a few weeks a month ago? A couple months ago? It's going to be a couple months ago at this point. Yeah. This guy is nothing but bone. Yeah. There's no gnome left. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's gnome bone. <laughs> but he was also... He's like that blew fire. Up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he blew up, but like there is no sign of any like cooked meat anywhere. The smell is still here. <laughs> Una's like, no, there sure isn't. <laughs> Darn. Um, it's interesting to me that there is already no meat on his bones because I don't think that an explosion would have taken all of the meat off and like ionized or vaporized it and leaving the bones intact. He's but a also, dry skeleton, not a not a. He's a dry skeleton. skeleton. And also, um, the temperature means that meat doesn't rot. And even if it did, he's only been here alone for a couple months. Where's so. the meat? And why does it still stink like Why does it still stink like cooked meat? Yeah. Oh, boy. Where's the Yeti? I forgot. Mom's spaghetti? Uh, (laughs) Where's the fucking Yeti, Brian? (laughs) Panties are wetty. (laughs) I regretty. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, no, I regret it so much. Baby Yeti that we didn't. Get. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, he came back and he blew up his cabin. You <laughs> <laughs> let him go and he turned into a terrorist. He turned into Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> Yeti Kaczynski. No, uh, didn't we, we kill the, the baby? No, we no. killed the baby. So I killed the baby. He's, he's the Unabom bear. <laughs> I killed the baby Yeti? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you killed the baby. Well, maybe, maybe we had Zev kill the baby. We killed the baby. The baby yeah, is dead. Killed the baby. You killed yeah. the baby. Mm-hmm. I remember because I remember being horrified by you. <laughs> and then somebody who was against it argued that we should eat the baby. And we were like, no. The Boston Strangle Bear? <laughs> yeah. That just sounds like, like, oh, a like a gay bear. prostitute. <laughs> anyway, back on track. 
Um, that is my that's my concern that I voice. There should be meat on these bones. Uh, do you handle the um, the gyroscope thing at all? Nope. Okay. Uh, but I do a survival check on the bones to see if there's any like teeth marks or anything like that. Okay. I crit twenty nine. Uh, no, the bones are charred, but otherwise unmolested. Do they have carbon on all sides? Yeah, they appear like they've been burned thoroughly from 360 degrees. All right, so maybe this guy did furnace his whole, his whole body off. I don't know how that works. Spontaneous human combustion. Magic. And they're not, like... Magic. Broken? Uh, I mean, other than, like... I, they don't have cartilage holding them together anymore. The, but, well, yeah. I was going to say, like, it can be hard to tell because sometimes when, bones, like the when firework, you know. bones are set on fire, the mm. moisture in them, like, pops. Pop. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Question. Uh, Is the... Let, let him answer the question oh, first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't appear like there's any like broken. There's no like trauma, like from. No. Um, maybe just a small uh, fracture on the back of his head from being up against the back of the, the like blast wall. Yeah. But no, it doesn't. It's nothing like. So whatever traumatic. struck him yeah. struck his whole body. It wasn't yeah. a, like a, just an impact from the front. It was. Or, he was immolated. He was. Yeah. He got uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. I clerics think. get flame strike as a spell. It's kind of like. What's well, up? so, so like it smells like meat in here. It smells it's like burned wood and wine. Burned wood and wine. Okay. Um, going to the body, not touching anything near the mm. ball ring thing, but like putting my hand on the ground. Is it warm? No, it is cold. To okay. Touch. Not touching it, mm-hmm. not touching it, but mm-hmm. putting my hand next to the thing. Mm-hmm. Is there any, like, heat coming off of it? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I relay this information. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's yeah, my it contribution, is, it is, guys. Like, it is uh, just barely noticeable without, like, a roll. But, yeah, it, it's it's just ever so slightly warmer next to this thing than oh, it is. Oh, press it up, then. Go on. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't pick up things where I don't know where they've been. Like chlamydia. Exactly. We can pick it up afterward. Yes. All if right. Not, if we should keep moving and try to clear these other rooms first. You wanted me to take a look inside of the room with the wine? If you would. By all means. All right, you open the door. I do. Shield out, full defense. All right. Uh, perception check. Ready action to shoot if anything appears and attacks him. Mm-hmm. Can I receive your mastermind? Yes. Can I receive oh, already. Wow, it's early. It's still light out. Uh, that's pretty fucking good. It's Always someone nothing. blowing off their fireworks. It's not the professionals. Oh, it might be that. Uh, 23. All right. You are 100% sure there is nothing alive in this room. Blindside doesn't reveal anything spooky in that sort of shit. Is there yeah. any funny odors or anything like that? Sensory input at all? The smell of wine is very strong in this room, and if there was a, a more subtle odor, it might overwhelm. Are more than one of the barrels opened? Uh, yes. Uh, several of the barrels are opened. Some are empty. One appears to be like half tapped. Half tapped. Yeah. Are they still wine, or have they gone to vinegar? Uh, they are still wine, and they have not frozen. So that's something. Nope, they have not frozen. It appears. That's booze. Um, the one that is half opened. Mm. I would like to turn it over. Stump it out. Yeah. All right. Um, you pour it onto the floor. Uh, it spills. Starts leaking through the floorboards. Immediately starts staining the woodwork. Um, from somewhere in the main section of the room, you hear a door open and slam three times. Boom, boom, boom. place is haunted as fuck. Someone here is not resting. Okay, maybe I should ask the squirrels. 
So it's not the storeroom door. Yeah, different doors. One of those two doors we haven't checked yet. One of those two doors, but some of us are in the meeting room. (laughs) What if the Yeti has invisibility and he's just fucking with us? (laughs) Do we see any of the doors opening and closing? Um, Yes, if you are in the main room, you see that it is the front door. The door to the cabin itself opens and shuts three times. Uh, And shuts violently. The door to the cabin, not to the workshop. Right. It is the door that you entered this room from. See Amityville Horror. And then after the third slam, it just sort of like opens and then just like slowly like sort of resting on its hinges just stays open. We should explore the other rooms. Yep. I grabbed some of the blueprints, by the way. What if it's trying to tell us to go to the workshop? It's trying to tell us to get the fuck out. Well, we can't get into the workshop from in here and going out that way would mean... I'm just trying to, you know, I'm, like, do something interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think we should check the other two rooms. Okay. Yep, we're here. Oh, I mean, let's... I mean, you, you guys, one of you can go to the workshop and the other you can go yeah. to another room. You can do whatever you want. I go with Lizard to the workshop. Okay. It seems that we're, there's something that an invisible force is trying to mess with us here. We should remain within vicinity of Kuspalad. Um, I haven't seen anything run past or heard anything run past. I don't know that it's an invisible force so much. Phenomenon of weather, maybe, or some other issue of magical Just, effects, but... Then if we are to separate, we should go in pairs. Yep. Oh, yeah, so don't worry, we're fine. I will go with the small fungus man. Yeah, two of you as a group, and then the three of us as another group to be safe. And Niantai can come with you, too. So you, you me, and Una as, as a... Yeah. Okay, works for me. Alright, so who's going where? Side or going to the workshop. Alright. Um, <clears throat> again, the frost covers every surface of this abandoned workshop. As I described, there's a bookshelf against the wall. There's some squirrels, some friendly squirrels living in it. Um, a very variation of tools spread out amongst the, um, uh, all, all over the table. Uh, are you looking for anything in particular? Anything that looks out of place. Mm. Like, you know, like if, if, you know, everything in here is like covered in frost and whatever. It's a huge lizard in there. Yeah. But, you know, if, if something had been moved recently, there'd be like maybe a mark where it's not frosty or maybe something mm. looks... Something with like fingerprint. What I what I would like to fingers. do is effectively like, you know, when you... Like a hot animation cell. I'm looking for the hot animation cell. Okay. <laughs> yes, I understand. Um, <clears throat> so... What you end up finding is that um, nothing has been touched so recently that it's not covered in frost. That would be the obvious. Um, you don't see that. With um, give me give me like a perception check, and Sai, you can give her advantage on this um, since yeah. you're helping her. And you said there were tinker tools in here, right? Tinker tools and smith tools, which is what you end up looking at because the, the bookshelf appears largely unoccupied aside. Yeah, I grabbed the tinker tools too. All right. I oh, I rolled absolute butthole, so I don't see anything. All right. Well, what was the total? Well, the high one was eight. Okay. Wow. So. Well, an eight's not great, but with an eight, you do see that, like, as size looking over the tools, getting ready to scoop them off the table, what you do see is that some tools have been, like, are center stage for lack of a better term like they've been reused recently and some are just pushed off to the side like i don't need these right now i'll, I'll get them later okay. um the ones that are in the in the middle and Sai will help you out with this because he knows tinker tools um is like what you would almost contextualize is like jeweler's tools something that makes finite carvings or creates small delicate structures um, so a small, very precise hammer, like a, a very delicate carving chisel, 
these sort of things are what are in the center of the table. So from context, you can glean that those were probably the last things used. Um, that's about all you can really get from that, though. That's right. Yeah. Um, and the rest of you, what room are you going to? Top right, this one. B7. A stiff wind blows through the broken window in the east wall, causing the tattered gray curtains to billow and flap like angry ghosts. Snow covers a bed and much of the surrounding floor. Um, there doesn't appear to be any um, clothes, luggage, tools, meals. You would have had belongings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it appears to be an unoccupied bedroom. Uh, I would like to check the glass. Hold on, what's up? I was also going to say, is there glass on the inside of the building, or is that there... That was exactly what I was going to ask. Mm. Which way did the, the force breaking the glass come from? There is no glass on the inside of the building. So it came out. So it blew out from the inside. Probably from the concussive force that killed the gnome. I would think that there was just enough of a movement of oxygen that it blew the glass out from the inside. Mm. Reasonable assumption of nothing else. Uh, anything else you guys want to check? Southern room? Um... The only thing in here is just the bed, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's really just a bed, and the bed's covered in snow. Uh, if you take the time to search the room, you're not going to find anything. Nothing magical is... Okay. Yeah, no, no but magical like But like nothing has been in the bed. Like it's covered in snow. This was Mama Bear's bed. Like No, yes. it is it, it is literally just an empty bedroom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, final room. All right. Uh, wooden planks have been nailed over the broken window of this room to hold out the wind. <clears throat> Furnishings include a saggy double bed and a bookcase containing some folded clothes, a few blank sheets of parchment, and a set of calligraphers supplies. Excuse me. Next to the bookcase is a soot-stained hearth, which, uh, wherein a scroll lies amid the ashes. Like alive? I'll grab that call. A like scroll. A scroll. Oh, I thought you said yeah. squirrel, and I was like, <laughs> well, if the windows have been boarded up in this room, it happened after the explosion, probably. Or maybe not. I mean, we don't necessarily know anything about that. Mm. But all of the other windows in the building have been blown out, and this is the only one that has nail uh, boards mm. nailed over it. Any, keep the window. Any magic? Uh, no magic in this room, no. Okay. Scroll. Alright, reading the scroll. Okay. Uh, it is charred, stained with soot, but remains intact. Um... It appears that he made an effort at burning it and then pulled it out of the fire at the last moment because some of the edges are burned, but the, the body of the letter remains intact. And it reads, Mercritus, I've had enough of this damned, relentless cold. I feel it creep into my bones, my head, and my heart. I'm heading back to the ten towns for a decent meal and a warm bed. I fear this endless winter has numbed your mind, and any tinkerer worth their chains can see the summer star as a fool's errand. Maybe without me here to incessantly complain to you, you'll finally snap out of your obsession. If you truly insist on dedicating your remaining days to this doomed project, might I suggest that three is better than two? I consider telling you before, but you were particularly rude about the dinner I made for you last night. May the light of the Morning Lord protect you, Copper. He blew up because he's only using two rings on the machine. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Ah. Well, we also know from our earlier questions about the Mythalar and Valen that the third one is what pulls the energy out of the Astral Sea to power the What's It. Mm. Well, it appears the copper truly cared about his friend. Is the third ring, if it's pulling stuff out of the astral sea, is the third ring at the Skull Fortress, is that what's pulling the aurora? Yes. Yeah. I think we pretty much confirmed that with your vision through Helgrim, uh, or Helgrim's daughter. Um, 
And he fucked up. He didn't know that there was supposed to be a third one, and he made something shitty that pulled the energy out of, like, I don't know, the magic weaver. Probably or his body. It just caused a fucking fireball in his face. Or it couldn't, um... What is this thing? It's like a, a breaker. There was too much power going through oh, the, short the battery. Yeah, he, had, yeah, he had direct current instead of alternating current yeah. and blew his fucking fingers off. Yeah. Oh, and hit all of his skin. Yes. Um, Sai, uh, you studied those blueprints pretty thoroughly in the other room. You feel like with the tools that you collected off the workbench with a little bit of time, you might be able to construct a third ring. The Armstrong book. <laughs> Create the O-ring. <laughs> I'm, it's not my first O-ring, I believe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, we can, yeah, we can put this knowledge together. I assume we can all meet back up again. Yeah, of course. Uh, we're, they're still speculating on uh, what what means what. Okay. Uh, Zev, so, Zev will share in character. I think we need to finish this ghost's work by constructing that ring and perhaps finishing whatever he was making here. Yeah. This... S- simulacrum of a mythalar. If it uh, if it allows us to thwart some of the plans of the lunatics to the north, then fabulous. Um, I wonder if it'll work like a tug of war. Mm. Um. So what is what is the exact plan? Are you building the third ring or what? Like right now? I mean, yeah. What else are we gonna do? Yeah. You have everything you need to do it here. It's, yeah. it's a functioning We're in a controlled workshop. environment. It's a laboratory that works. We have all the tools. I say we do it. If we have a time estimate, like less than a week. Oh, God, no. It'll take you a few hours, Tops. Oh, yeah. Then what the fuck? It'd be silly not to. I was going to say, we could, we could bring it back to... Mastermind. Bring gender and, like, have the lens. <laughs> he did crit. Look at it. I, I, I think it's too late. I think Sai has already <laughs> taken the reins on this. Yeah, I, I just critted. I don't even know what the skill. I was just going to do my de- uh, dex because I don't have. I think you're a tinkerer. You're not a tinkerer, so you're not proficient in tinkerer's I'm tools. I'm just doing dex check. All so right. 22, baby. Well, I mean, that's really good regardless. Um, Sai, through some sort of feat of goblin ingenuity, um, is able to translate what uh, Macritus had put on his blueprints into a fully functional third ring. And it does take quite a few hours. And during that time that he's working, he's going to require a lab assistant because uh, Macritus had his little homunculus, but Sai's not blessed with a tiny clay man. So. I will be your homunculus, Sai. There you go. Um, no, Zev, hold this. <laughs> I was going to say it. I'm glad you did instead. Um, but meanwhile, it takes several hours. And during the course of the several hours, um, the phenomenon around the... Uh, the cabin continues. He, the doors continue to open and shut. Uh, at one point, a one of these unoccupied bookshelves in one of the, the bedrooms just tips over on its own and falls. Um, you hear unexplained rapping on the doors, phantom odors. Like the the odor of the uh, the wine comes and goes with no explanation throughout the uh, hmm. the duration of his building process. But after several hours of putting up with these weird paranormal activities. Um, Sai is able to produce a third ring. Oh, I was hoping that the ghost would just fucking give up. <laughs> <laughs> it appears if, if if anything, the ghost becomes more insistent the longer you build. Sweet. Mm-hmm. You look like you have something to say. I had an idea, and it might be more work than you are able to give right now or have prepared. I'll pitch it. Um... Well, Una was going to take a piece of charcoal from, like, the fireplace and basically draw out a rudimentary Ouija board. 
All right. Yes, let's do this. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is while I'm probably tinkering. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're taking a tinker in the other room. I'll keep watch. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, well, it's, it's going to require uh, more more than one set of hands on the planchette, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, like, Freaky Lizard Boy is so into this. All right, cool. <laughs> you, you guys draw a Ouija board on the on the wood floor, mm-hmm. out of charcoal. Mm-hmm. Um, make a planchette out of something. There's plenty of broken pieces yeah. of glass around you can use. Um, and go ahead. Um, are you Lucretius? Why? Yes. Um, Actually, there's a yes and a no. On a yes and a no. So yeah, you get yes. Um, I mean, uh, were you? What happened? Um. S. S. F A I L E D. S S failed. S S failed. S. What is S S? Um, there is like a great like pressure as you feel like the whole building just like not like dangerously but like press like it sags like you press down right. S U M M. E R S T A R. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. The Mithilar? He has no idea what the fuck that is. Yeah, it just spins <laughs> in a circle and then stops. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Literally. Eight. <laughs> um, the sphere. Yes. What was in the center of it? D I A M O N. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Well, because like coal becomes diamond, and we diamond say, becomes coal, and rever- reversing yeah. shit. Okay. Um, is that what is keeping you here? Yes. Yes. Unfinished work. Yes. Would it help if we finished this for you? Yes. Cool. Working on it. <laughs> He's still working on it. Um, <laughs> did was Copper suggesting a third ring? M I S S H I M. Uh, Miss him. Uh, <laughs> we'll tell him. <clears throat> and then it goes three, 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 and it just keeps going back to three. Three third rings. Th- third ring. Yes. Yep. Um, and we established that he is not the gnome with the static coming out of his mouth, right? Did we ever? Yes, uh, you okay. are. You are fairly certain that is okay. the case. Yeah. We wasn't the gnome with the static coming out of his mouth. The one that was masquerading as the goblin chief. That, I thought that yeah. was uh, no, uh, no. That was um, that was one of the illithids that had taken on the guise of a That's gnome right. to yeah. invade people's dreams, basically, and give them a familiar, friendly face. So oh, right, speak yeah. To them through their dreams, different entirely. 
Damn it all, Fids. Yeah, <laughs> thinking up to some wacky craziness. Okay, um... Where did you get your research about the Summer Star? F-A-R-A-W-A-Y. Direction? North? South? South. S-O-U-T-H. Probably like water deep or some shit. Everything is to the south. I mean, it's not the sea of moving ice, so. Yeah, yeah fair point. Uh, actually, I'm gonna. Look at this. Surprise, Jack. Shit. <laughs> it spells out C O R M A N T H O R. Cormanthor. Cormanthor? Which is the capital of like Coranth or whatever. It's like super far away. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's hella far. It is <gasps> like a continent and a half away. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you did say far away. In other words, the adventure's saying, that's not where you're going. <laughs> there are no solutions there, sir. Um, would you like us to take your bones back to Brinchander? No. No. Because he wants us to finish the work first. Yeah. I think but, like, he might just never come back. He's probably fine with just being left here. He just It's just this one thing. It still needs to be done. He was a worshipper of Lothander. Uh, well, not sure. Well, Papa might want his bones. But yeah, also, maybe. if he's told us not to bring his... <laughs> this is his last wish. Yeet. <laughs> I hope you choke on him. <laughs> I'm still concerned about the, the lack of flesh. Um... Me too. S U C K B R U H. Bra. Total bra moment. <laughs> Is there anything else in this cabin? No. Polar bear? Um. G O L I A T H. Goliath. Two foot bear. I mean, the squirrel doesn't know any better. Yeah. It's a dude wearing a bunch of furs. And he's friendly, so it's probably some druid. Some yeah. fucking whacked out Slavic druid who just came over here to hang out with squirrels. Didn't we see one just roaming and we just ignored it? I don't think so. No, maybe. We, no. You saw a druid crossing the tundra from when you were traveling south from Karakonig to yeah, Goodmead. And yeah, he had a little passel of animals with him. He was riding a woolly rhinoceros. Oh, yeah. And you, yeah. you just let him fuck off to the west. Yeah, we didn't yeah. want to deal with that shit. Yeah. Could be that guy. He wasn't part of the plan. I think that was just a guy. Yeah, I don't know who's... he's just out here. Yeah. Just you don't know. You really didn't get close enough to even identify him between human and Goliath. You, you sort of saw him and yeah. let him do his thing. So it sounds like we're just going to do the thing. Question oh, I have next. Yeah. Um, just one more on sure. the, one yeah. more on the Ouija board. Yeah. Is the Goliath helpful? Like, is, is he? 
Good. It wasn't helping him. Well, no, but, <laughs> no, you know, is was he here for nefarious reasons? Was he here, like, no. also looking for Mithalar stuff? You, you start to ask a bunch of questions in a row, and you, you feel the planchette get tugged different directions because you're not sure which one he wants to answer. Right. When you get to the one, like, is he here for nefarious reasons, it's a, it's a hard push to know. Okay. Nobody seems to have a problem with that guy. My, my thing is, like, if he walks in right now, like, I don't want to get murdered. Yeah, yet, so. that's fair. Um, 100% fair. Uh, all right, one more, and then we want to push on, because it's it's already 10 to 7. Here. No, I was going to say, Una says, um, I think that's all we can ask you. We'll leave you be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, does the, the goodbye, and then, like, smudges the, if there's no answer, mm-hmm. no last words, <clears throat> like, smudges the charcoal. and. Yep. Uh, my question is to the party, not to him. Do we have anything made of Shardland still on our person? Sigh. All of Sigh. I stole some. Good. We need it for the middle of the machine, I bet. <laughs> oh, okay. We have no diamonds. Yeah, I have three, I have three shards. So I think the diamond I think the Summer Star was a diamond that was probably fucking gigantic, which we don't have. But if we have some stolen Shardland, we got that shit. And also the handout, or the page that we got, said it was a gem unlike Helgrin had ever seen, like, yeah, Helgrin would have known a diamond. Weird, weird like Shardlin, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're you're fixing the third ring to the device. Schling! And then you take a Shardlin chunk that appears to be the right size and delicately replace the coal in the center with the Shardlin. Yeah. Um, you all have attuned to magical items, but in the past you knew, you realize immediately that this magical item will require attunement. Who wants to attune to the magical item? Uh, I, I think I have room. Uh-huh. I haven't attuned to anything, so I definitely have room, because I don't know how that I works. I think for me, I'm just... Oh, I'm fucking attuned to it, Jesus! I was going to say, I'm attuned to the magic mirror, but I could also just... I think the guy making the third ring should be the one to attune. This will be yeah. my first magic item. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even more so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goblins are disposable. Also, you're a druid, and it's a druid toy. Yeah. It vibrates. All right. Um, <laughs> you are incinerated with... 10d8 flame strike damage. <laughs> um, and you become a cabin. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, taking the item in your hands, spending the time to attune to it, it's going to take an hour. Um, you're not sure of everything that this item could potentially do. Um, being that its design is similar to the Mithalar, it appears that it could do any number of things. Once you are attuned to it, however, you feel fairly certain that you could cast control weather from it without the need to be outdoors. Or without the need for you or the Summer Star to be outdoors. Hmm. That seems strong. Going to use it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Should I use it? Well, I'm wondering if this guy was incinerated if he tried to make it sunny outside. Is that what... <laughs> Too bad you erased all that charcoal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, one more question. Just gotta call you back real, real quick. Real quick, just like knock over a bookcase. Did yeah. you try to make it sunny? actually <laughs> knock twice if you were killed because you tried to use it to summon sunlight. Like, uh, It knocks twice. Yeah, well, there you go. Let's not do that. Thanks. When you do that, you hear, um, like, the door to the front slam three times. Boom, boom, boom. Then the next door. Boom, yeah, boom, Yeah, because boom. the third ring is on it now, so it's regulated. You could do it. All right. I fucking spin that third ring. 
I get ready to dive out of the way. It's the I'm here. I get ready to die. <laughs> and I That's summon it. sunlight. Or don't look at it, Marion. <laughs> Sai spins the third ring, and then the rings start to spin on their own, picking up speed faster and faster and faster. The chartle in the center begins to glow and then to hum and then to rattle in place as it's trying to contain all the magical energy he's channeling. You guys are all standing inside the cavern, and cabin watching it happen, when you feel warmth hit the back of your neck. A warmth you haven't felt since you've come to Icewind Dale, and you realize that you are casting shadows upon the floor. Rushing to the open windows, above you you see a bright, sunny blue sky. And that's where we'll pick up next session. You motherfucker! <laughs> that is crazy! Sorry, Zeb. Yeah. She, oh, she, shit. She, 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 she <laughs> just like, yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs>